Alright, on today's episode of Gear Corner, we are going to be doing, again, theme-based, but today is going to be part one of the Fuzz Face-Off. And essentially, this is not going to necessarily be a shootout. You know, this fuzz sounds better than this fuzz sounds better than this fuzz. No. You can do all that on YouTube. You can do everything else. This is my own thing. This is going to be basically helping out uh, the underdog of tone chasers. Uh, anyone that is self-doubting the purchase that they made with the fuzz pedal that they have and they're... They're saying, oh man, this isn't giving me exact tones that I wanted. I don't sound like David Gilmore. I don't sound like Jimi Hendrix. I don't sound like Dan Auerbach. I don't sound like Jack White. You know, whoever you're trying to f sound like or you're inspired by their tones and you purchase a pedal and you're struggling to understand why it's not sounding exactly the same. Well, a lot of it has to do with studio tricks and even when you see someone live and they're playing that pedal and they sound different than you sound it still has to do with studio tricks their techniques and so we're gonna go through some of those um, mainly we're gonna have two tools that we're gonna utilize uh, one of them is gonna be a 10 band EQ anywhere from just utilizing it for a gain push or a volume push to specific uh, frequencies that we're gonna dial out and maybe we push them or scoop them, I don't know, we'll get there. Uh, other than that, we're gonna use a compressor and I will show you the variations of what you can do. Uh, so I'm super excited. Uh, quick lineup for anyone that just wants to know what we're gonna be messing with today. Uh, it's gonna be the Dunlop Fuzz Face, the uh, Dallas Arbiter, the big red one. Uh, that most people are familiar with. Uh, we have the mini fuzz face, the FF1, which is the small blue. If you're not familiar with it, you should be. It's pretty awesome. Check it out. We have the Electro Harmonics Big Muff Pie Op Amp. It is my favorite. Uh, this is the Faithful Recreation, the Nano. We've got the Keeley Fuzz Bender, which is your fuzz face and tone bender blend. Uh, you do have a bias knob that's going to be sweepable to get anywhere from the smooth silicon fuzzes all the way to the sputtery velcro germanium pushed fuzz. Uh, we have the JHS Bender from 1973 London. I'm going to start with the Germanium Fuzz Face, the Dallas Arbiter. Uh, Germanium Fuzz Face is the red, Silicon Fuzz Face is the blue. So we're going to start with Germanium and I'll show you some cool stuff with uh, compression and uh, 10 band EQ. Okay, so for our first example, we're going to start off with the classic. The Germanium Fuzz Face, also known as the Dallas Arbiter Fuzz. Uh, this is a reissue from Dunlop. Um, big red pedal, can't miss it. Two knobs, one volume, one fuzz. Here's our clean. Here's the Fuzz Face engaged. That's with the volume all the way up on the pedal. So something that I like to do is like take the 10 band EQ. If I go after, so fuzz face into the EQ, the gain is all the way up and the volume is up by, oh, 8 dB. And all I've done is boost the 250 hertz 
to uh, five decibels and then boosting the 2k to six decibels and the 4k to five decibels the 8k to two decibels here is again the fuzz face on its own now engage the 10 band eq From there, you can boost the fuzz. Sustained for days. There's without the EQ. Okay, so here we have our reference. Here's the cortex. Without the compressor and without the EQ, the fuzz face going into a Marshall Silver Jubilee with vintage 30s sounds like this. Yeah, I'm actually playing it, and the volume is up 75 to 80%, and the fuzz is at like 1 o'clock. There's nothing. Compressor on. So that's our pre-Germanium push. And then the EQ turning on. Let's see, we've got our volume up eight decibels. We've got our 125 hertz up three decibels. Our 250 hertz up five decibels. Our 1K up two decibels. Our 2K up seven decibels. 4k up six decibels 8k up four decibels gain is up 10 decibels so again compressor into fuzz face only sounds beautiful but way too low boost it with the 10 band eq Pretty awesome. All right, so now I've dialed in a second tone using different settings on the fuzz face and the compressor, but still running the same through the 10 band EQ output into the Jubilee uh, with vintage 30s. So that way it's the same cabinet, the same output stage, but we've simply just changed the way the compression is working with the guitar signal and then uh, how that is interacting with the germanium circuitry for the fuzz face. Now, the uh, guitar goes into the compressor. The output's still one o'clock. The blend is all the way up. This time, the time that it responds is up to 12 noon, and the compression is dimed. 
It's still on an uh, on a FET and the ratio is max. I am using a dark glass hyperluminal compressor, which is actually a bass guitar compressor, but it totally works for guitars 100%. If you want to see what I'm talking about, check out Rabia Massad. Uh, he did a video several years ago now when Hyperluminal first came out, and he is with his bass player Dave from um, Dorje and Tosca, and they're running through together on both guitar and on bass, and you can see what I'm talking about. But anyways, that's the compressor that is going into the fuzz face. The volume and fuzz on the fuzz face are both at 3 o'clock. And then I did not change anything on the 10-band EQ. So we still have a nice, beautiful wave. Two mountains in a valley, if you will. Uh, mountains being at the upward trajectory up to 250 and then back down and coming back up at 1K, peaking at 2K, rolling back off slightly between 4 and 8K. It sounds like this. Here's our reference. Cortex. It's just an awesome, awesome trick. All right, so now um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to I want to get some more captures with this fuzz face because I love the way that the hyperluminal going into the fuzz face, going into the 10 band EQ, is really working well. I'm super happy. Lots of tones, very thick. Uh, so now uh, I'm going to go through a few different cabs. We have just switched over and now we are running a 412 greenback. And here's our reference. <laughs> I mean, I dig it. All right, so now we are doing the same three pedal setup. Nothing has changed as far as the compressor goes. The fuzz face, I went ahead and added more fuzz because I want more of that saturated gain in the back end. And then it was getting kind of bright with this type of cabinet setup, so I went ahead on the 10-band EQ and just brought down the 2K, 4K, and 8K ever so slightly, still in the exact same downward slope. And on the 1K, I went ahead and boosted it up about 1.5 decibels. So not massive, but just enough to where everything reacted well to the cabinet setup, which is going to be the Eminence Swamp Thing and DV77 combo. I think it sounds pretty good. Here is our reference. <laughs>
Vortex. just works all right next cabinet so um, all I did was dial in a little bit of the output stage which is the 10 band EQ just to complement the dynamics of this blended uh, cab and mic setup uh, all we did is push the 2 4 and 8k up by one decibel that's it that's that's literally it Here's our reference. Cortex. This one is the Mesa Oversized, and um, again, I'm just dialing in a little bit of tone based off of the cabinet, what's complimentary. Did not change the compressor, did not change the fuzz face, messed with the 10 band EQ just a little bit by uh, move, backing down on the 250 hertz, backing down on the 1K, and then slightly boosting the 2 and the 4K. And um, yeah, it's, it's very warm, it's very rich, it's not real abrasive, but that's kind of the whole point, is to get all these different tones out of these different cabs, and it's kind of unrealistic live, but now it's completely realistic live because these captures are in the Cortex, etc., etc., studio techniques for studio recording or live recording. Anyways, here is the Mesa Oversize reference. Funny how that worked. I, you a thing. 
I don't remember asking you if I care. So it's really weird how that worked out, but I like it. Um, basically, with dipping down the, the 125 and the 250, mainly the 250, it kind of took out what the Cortex needed to carry on all of the massive saturation. And uh, while warming it up, it actually dumbed down some of the gain, which is really cool. Uh, because in that oversized Mesa cab, it gave this kind of, well, I mean, you heard it. it. It has a little bit lighter distortion. It has a little bit more clarity, a little bit almost like rolled off. So that'd be perfect to stack like, oh, I don't know, maybe the Sound of Justice FX uh, Nobleman, you know, the ODR1 clone. Or maybe the Fuzz Imp Surprise Distortion, or the Fuzz Imp Machina Percolator side. I don't know. Um, you know, but that's, that's something that can totally be experimented with, because we already have those captures in the Cortex. And that's kind of the whole idea. So, outside of that, uh, now we're going to do the Mesa Gargantuan, my favorite cab. Uh, Black Shadow 90s, and uh, I've messed with a little bit of the uh, lowering the 125 uh, and the 250. All right, so here's the reference. <laughs> totally use that tone but now we have the cortex and you can hear when I switch over the noise floor is absolutely low when I volume all the way up there's barely any feedback even though these are microphonic pickups and you can hear me talking through them and here is our captured tone just found my favorite germanium fuzz phase capture through the oversized mesa gargantuan all right next cab so now for our last capture of the germanium fuzz face we're going to go into a greenback 412 cab this time we're changing up the tubes from a 6l6 power amp section to a kt88 power amp section and what that's going to do for anyone that doesn't know about the tubes is that it is going to give a rounded softer response from the germanium fuzz face but then also it gives all of the low end thickness and so greenbacks are perfect for the uh, scooped pushed mid-range tones they're going to carry a lot of the information here's the example here's our reference <laughs> but the cortex, low noise floor. Just another prime example of how utilizing a little bit of push on the um, frequencies 
specific to the cabinet and the tubes what the pedal is going into because we didn't change the fuzz face we didn't change the hyperluminal compressor we changed a few frequencies on the 10 band eq and we changed the cabinet to the greenbacks which have more mid uh, and the tubes are the kt88 so you have more low end it actually removed some of the blanketed low end of the fuzz and gave absolutely incredible uh, abilities to give so pretty awesome all right well needless to say since yesterday was earl's birthday i got to take care of a decent amount of the gear corner episode and then everyone showed up for our podcast and had a great time had a great celebration lasted till the wee hours of the morning and here we are on the next day so i wanted to basically as i had stated before on previous episodes i want to try to change each episode so that not only is there new content but maybe there's some sort of addition to the platform or maybe there is you know something new that someone suggests or whatever the case may be so this time at least this second half of the episode i went ahead and i built two different presets into the quad cortex and uh the the one of them has the germanium fuzz face which is what we just went through on the first half of the episode but this uh, allows you to kind of do a tonal comparison not only by itself with some reverb and some delay and just how how tasty it can get but also to compare to the silicon fuzz face which i ran through captures of as well after the germanium utilizing the compressor into the silicon fuzz face into the 10 band eq uh, but then also the metal muff, right? Electroharmonics metal muff. And that's what I was capturing before we even started with the, um, the germanium fuzz face. So the metal muff, no compressor and no 10 band EQ. So this first patch will allow us to go in between eight different captures of three different types of pedals two of which used compression and equalization. And then the next patch that I built is going to be two different types of tone benders and the Big Muff Pi op amp. Uh, and specifically, again, it's eight different captures, but the JHS bender, the 1973 London, much to my surprise, it did not need the compressor or the 10 band EQ. I was extremely surprised. I really was expecting to have to use something to manipulate the tones. And I, again, I was very pleasantly surprised that I did not have to do any of that. So got some good captures of the JHS tone bender. And then with the Keeley fuzz bender, right? The, the fuzz face and tone bender blend. Um, I did go ahead and opt to utilize the 10 band EQ. 
basically because I wanted to give the examples of just what kind of clarity and richness you can actually derive from something that already sounds great. And the Keeley Fuzzbender does sound amazing. It really does. The output level went back to 0 dB because it didn't need to be pushed like the uh, Electro Harm or like the Dunlop uh, Germanium and Silicone Fuzz faces. They needed to be volume output pushed. The 10 band EQ for the Keeley Fuzzbender was sim simply utilized to sculpt specific frequencies and not boost any of the volume or the drive or anything of that nature. And then uh, last but not least, uh, the Electro Harmonics uh, Big Muff Pi op amp. Uh, it's one of my all-time favorites. I, I love it. Absolutely. It's just my jam. I'm a huge fuzzstortion guy. Um, you know, the Velcro sputter stuff is awesome. I just, I'm not good at uh, lead guitar. I'm not a lead guitarist. I don't do that stuff. I do chordal structures and textures and layers. So I like the blanketed, warm, saturated, uh, you know, thicker distortion, thicker gain, uh, kind of more of like a, a, a beautiful tonal cloud, if you will. So that being said, um, yeah, two different patches. Uh, both of them have either an ambient reverb or a hall reverb and either a standard stereo delay, a digital delay or a uh, stereo tape delay. I'll show you the, the wide tonal soundscapes that are achievable using just uh, fuzz and how you can get the chimey clarity that might be needed for cutting through a mix, whether it's in the studio or whether you're playing live and you need to throw on some sort of boost to be able to get your solos going through and you don't have to turn up your amp and, you know, start messing with all that other garbage. So yeah, uh, let's go ahead and dive in. All right, so the first example we're going to show is going to be the Germanium fuzz face, uh, the big red, you know, Dallas Arbiter style. So to give a reference, here's our clean with uh, some reverb and delay. our capture. good stuff uh again the only reason why that was even cap uh, capable of getting captured that loudly was because of the compression in front of the germanium fuzz face and then the 
10 band EQ post fuzz face before it went into the amp. So it's nice and loud. You obviously heard it. It jumped three times louder than the clean tone. To me, that's a good problem to have. You can always dial it back in volume. You can't always boost more than a certain level. So I don't know. That's just kind of the style in which that's where my mind goes as far as this stuff. So to give a different example of something that we did not use a compressor or uh, the 10 band EQ, that would be the uh, metal muff. And uh, this instance is the metal muff going into the silver Jubilee with vintage thirties. All right, so here's our clean tone. highly compressed and it is yeah metal it sounds like metal um normally again i would usually use them relatively dry but i'm keeping the reverb and the delay on in stereo uh simply because i want to be able to show just how versatile you can get with your tones uh based on what you will most likely use it accordingly as you know most people are going to have reverb most people are going to have delay if you don't you don't but um so here's something really neat if we take that metal muff into the uh, the silver jubilee with vintage 30s and at the same time we utilize the germanium fuzz face uh, which has the compression and the 10 band eq into a Mesa oversized cabinet, the uh, the blend is pretty cool. Check this out.
so again, it's just worth showing that just because one tone sounds one way and then another tone sounds another way doesn't mean that you can't get something really crazy when you blend them. And in this case, not only are we blending the germanium fuzz face and the metal muff, but we're more importantly, we're blending cabinets. So we have a Marshall Vintage 30 loaded 412, and then we have a Mesa uh, oversized, which I believe I put greenbacks in there. Nevertheless, point being the two totally different types of cabs, two totally different sizes, two totally different speakers, all the different microphones, etc., etc. And then you add your little reverb and delay. You get a nice little palatable. And yes, at any point in time, you can say, well, the germanium's too loud. I want to bring that down. Or the metal muff's too quiet. I want to bring it up. Or the metal muff's got too much gain. I want to turn the gain down. Uh, you can put EQs and all that other stuff in front of it or behind it. Like, however you want to do. All right, so uh, moving on, we've got the... Uh, germanium fuzz face again this time into the mesa gargantuan my favorite cabinet it is an oversized i'm pretty positive it's black shadow 90s also the metal muff with green backs so here's again i'll do independently and then together and you can really see the richness and soundscape right so let's start with the germanium fuzz face into the gargantuan Now, instantly, yes, it does not sound anything remotely close to the previous capture that we just utilized of the germanium fuzz face the reason why is because the previous had an all 12 noon right it was kind of like a pushed clean whereas this one had the fuzz all the way up and the 10 band eq manipulated accordingly to get all of those searing highs and mids mostly the mids because obviously guitar is a mid frequency instrument or at least that's what it was designed to do um, but yeah, so automatically sounds nice and just... Alright, so to compare it with the metal muff going through greenbacks without a compressor or a 10 band EQ. Not nearly as loud, right? Well, yeah, but you blend the two.
I mean, I can already tell you right now, I love the way that those two blend and they blend really well. Both of them are high gain, but they're a totally different type of high gain and they're totally different circuits and totally different cabs. And I'm telling you, just it, it, it really comes down to how you want to blend the two volume wise. And I left everything exactly the same from when I captured it. That's all I did was bring the captures directly onto the patch and have them ready to do tonal comparisons. So yeah, the germanium fuzz face through the uh, gargantuan cab, absolutely love it. And the metal uh, metal muff obviously is phenomenal going through greenbacks, perfect, kind of an industry standard. I can already tell you between the two, um, well, between the four that we've already done, those two are my favorite pairings thus far. All right, so our next uh, two are going to be the silicon fuzz face in a greenback 412 cab. Uh, that does also utilize the compressor before the silicon fuzz face and then the 10 band EQ post uh, boosting volume and frequencies. Uh, and then we have the metal muff going into the Mesa Gargantuan. So it's going to be absolutely huge. Uh, all right, so the silicon, right? Here's our clean tone. And then the silicon fuzz face into the greenback 412 cab. So it's got a nice clarity to it. But it also has a good, um, it has a good kind of distortion in the background, but not too abrasive. Gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. It does exactly what I was hoping it was going to do in the first place when I captured it with the compressor and the 10 band EQ. Now, the metal muff into the Mesa Gargantuan, again, metal muff did not use any compression or 10-band EQ because, quite simply, it didn't need it. Now, you will notice a volume drop, uh, not substantial, but just enough because we're going based on the pedal alone, not three pedals. Um, but it still sounds absolutely incredible, especially through my favorite cabinet. <laughs> Yeah, blanketed. All right, so now you put the two together. So that's got a much more compressed signal. Um, I personally, if I was going to use those two together 
in a guaranteed patch, like for a live show or for the studio, I would change a couple of things. I'd lower the silicon uh, fuzz face in volume and uh, probably clear out a little of the mud. And then on the metal muff through the Mesa Gargantuan, I would lift the volume and kind of open up the mid range a little bit kind of not so blanketed but nevertheless again it shows you uh, the possibilities that are there uh, utilizing things like a compressor before the fuzz and then a 10 band EQ after the fuzz before going into your amp um, yeah so let's go to our fourth and final in this patch um, that's going to be the silicon fuzz face into the eminence swamp thang and the DV 77 that is a combination cab and on top of that we'll have the silicon fuzz face again and that's going to be into the greenbacks uh, 412 cab but with the kt88 power tubes all right so this one's going to be able to show you the exact same pedal both captures are utilizing the compressor before the silicon fuzz face and then the 10 band eq post silicon fuzz face but then going into two totally different cabs, two totally different tube power amp sections, and you know, two different reverbs and, and delays, obviously. So the first one, Silicon Fuzz Face, gonna be into the Eminence Swamp Thang and DV77 combo cab. And here we go. So automatically I hear a lot of the pushed mids and not a lot of low end. Uh, and that's perfectly fine. You know, that, that is perfectly fine because honestly, I know that if I were to push more of the low mids and the lows on the 10 band EQ, it would have started getting really muddy. And in my opinion, I'd rather have it as a good middle of the road for the general idea of the capture I'm trying to get and then be able to affect it accordingly afterwards whether it's putting another EQ in front of it or after it um, you know whatever the case may be other than that we have our same silicon fuzz face it is going to still have the hyperluminal compressor in front of it and it's still going to have the uh, MXR 10 band EQ afterwards uh, but this time it's going into, again, the, the greenback 412 cabs, so different speakers, Celestians, and a different tube power amp, which is the KT88s. And that's what this sounds like. And there's all your warmth and your low end. Now blend the exact same, again, this is the exact same pedal, the silicon fuzz face, the, the FF1 from Dunlop, 
and it has the dark glass hyperluminal compressor in front of it and then it has the MXR 10 band EQ after it going into two different cabs, two different power amp tube sections and this is what the blend sounds like. It's a pretty neat way to be able to start getting tonal creativities going on. It really is. But out of all eight of these, my favorite combination is going to have to be the Germanium Fuzz Face in the Mesa Gargantuan, the oversized cabinet, blended with the Metal Muff into the 412 Greenback cabinet. And just to remind you what that awesomeness sounds like. <laughs> awesome stuff so i am going to actually save that as the default when i pull this patch up because that is my favorite combination so now we're going to go ahead and take a look at two different tone bender circuits uh one of them is from the lovely jhs i am a fan of jhs i, I thoroughly enjoy what they offer uh what they do their innovation pretty amazing stuff now Anyone that's familiar with the Bender from JHS, uh, you know, Cheese Wedge, Black Box, absolutely awesome. There is a switch on the side, a little red switch. I did not engage this switch. Now, what I mean by the switch on the side, it's uh, JHS's mode switch. And that button, it, it is a button, it's not a switch, but the mode button uh, allows you to access a never before heard jhs mode right it's like it's like if jhs modded the mark three tone bender which is the uh the silver and orange 1973 uh onomatopoeia uh, it is josh scott's uh most prized tone bender in his collection so says the jhs website now, when you push the button, it gives you more gain and a mid-frequency boost. And so, again, I did not engage that button simply because I wanted to show the faithful recreation of the onomatopoeia, the, the Mark III tone bender. And JHS did an incredible job with this pedal. I'm a huge fan, and once again, as I had stated prior, I was thoroughly surprised that in a good way that I did not have to utilize a compressor or the 10 band EQ like they just knocked it out of the park it was absolutely incredible so right on JHS way to go you guys are awesome anyways uh, to give a small background of what the mark 3 tone bender is the the silver and orange onomatopoeia it has three very special germanium transistors. And when JHS replicated it, when they did their enhanced version of it, the pedal itself gives you 
like the touch, the feel, the response of the vintage germanium fuzz, but with the accuracy and consistency of carefully chosen modern silicon transistors, which, again, is probably most likely why I was so super impressed by it and uh, being captured through cabinets and all that. So super, super happy about how the captures came out for the tone bender. The other tone bender is from uh, Keeley, and Keeley makes absolutely stunning and incredible products. Any Keeley product that I've ever owned, I've always been a super fan of, including, but not limited to, the very first Keeley product that I did ever purchase was, was the White Knob compressor, and that is still currently on my pedal board up at the band room plugged into my, you know, stack. Like that's just, it's something that will never leave my pedal board because it is absolutely incredible. Um, never been let down by Keeley, but um, that being said, this is the exact same experience, right? This fuzz bender is a wonderful, wonderful little piece of equipment. And it is, honestly, it's a blend between the fuzz face, the germanium fuzz face, and the silicon tone bender. And it, it even tells you, it's a three transistor hybrid fuzz. It is silicon and germanium fuzz stages. The difference is that you don't just have a level and a fuzz, like your fuzz faces, or your tone benders, but you also have a bass and treble knobs, which awesome love it because they are very very useful and in the center it has a bias knob and that bias knob essentially if you go all the way to the left you get your your silicon fuzz stage which is where these captures lie this is all going to be the silicon staging it's an amazing piece of equipment and it is very 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 useful uh, now, what I did do was use the 10-band EQ after the Keeley. I did not utilize the dark glass hyperluminal compressor because, quite honestly, it just wasn't necessary, in my opinion, for the captures that I wanted to get, and I did get. The first JHS bender is going to go into the combo cab of eminent speakers which is the swamp thing and the dv77 let's give our clean for example now we have our jhs bender awesome i think now to show the keely fuzz bender going through a 412 greenback cabinet and also utilizing a kt88 power tube section this one does have the 10 band eq after the pedal 
before the KT-88s and the greenback cabinet. And that sounds like... Yes, yes. Note that there is a specific natural compression that already happens. Didn't really feel like it was necessary to compress going into the gain stage because... It's pretty balanced on its own. Now, go absolutely nut job and take that Keeley fuzz bender in the uh, KT-88 power tubes with the greenback 412 cab and blend it with our JHS bender into the Swamp Thing and DV-77 combo cab, which happens to be a 6L6 power section, by the way, in case anyone's asking, power tube sections. If I don't mention the power tube section, it's because it's naturally a 6L6. All right, and here's the blend. Massive. Nice and dynamic. Uh, if I barely, at full volume, if I barely pick. But if I strum, you get all the, the gains. Now, roll it off. Absolutely. Again, it just shows the ability to get something that you weren't really naturally expecting. It's a nice surprise is all I'm trying to say. It could be very, very useful. Now, we're going to go ahead and move on to a different cabinet capture for both. Uh, the first one is going to be the JHS Bender, and that's going to be into the Marshall Silver Jubilee with Vintage 30s. And that sounds like... It's got more of that mid-range scoop. Uh, now we've got the Electro Harmonics uh, Big Muff Pie. Uh, this one is with the op amp engaged, and it's running into a Marshall Vintage cabinet, which I was just talking to Earl about this last night. The Marshall Vintage cabinet of setup has cream backs in it. So not the V30s, but the cream backs. 
So that is something that's relatively unique and not stereotypical, but it's one of my things. I enjoy it. So that Big Muff Pie with the Op Amp engaged into the Marshall Vintage Cream Back cabinet sounds like... Lots of gain on tap, uh, a little bit muffled, you know. I would change a few things about it as far as if I was going to use that as my main rig. But in this instance, when we blend the Electro Harmonics Big Muff Pie with the Op Amp Engaged into the Marshall Vintage Cream Back 412, and that is with the 6L6s, when we blend that with the JHS Bender with the Marshall Silver Jubilee with vintage 30s, you get this. that's super thick but super tasty and that's just again one of the possibilities so far that combination is my favorite we'll come back to it and verify it later now i may have to eat my words right now because i'm about to show you the jhs bender into my favorite cab which is the mesa what i call the gargantuan the oversized pretty positive it's black shadow 90s and that's with the 6L6s. And then after that, we will utilize it with the Big Muff Pie op amp engaged into greenbacks. And I will show you how those blend really well. But I'm getting ahead of myself. We're going to go ahead and again, the JHS Bender into the Mesa Gargantuan sounds like this. <laughs> just a big blanket that wants to wrap up and give you a hug until you pass out it's just i love it absolutely love everything about that cabinet now the big muff pie op amp engaged into a 412 greenback with 6l6s sounds like this Big Muff Pie in the op amp engaged going into the 6L6 power tube section and the green back 412 cabinet with our JHS bender into the 6L6 power tube section that runs the Mesa Gargantuan, the oversized Black Shadow 90 cabinet. 
it sounds delicious. And this is what the blend sounds like. say I'm going to eat my words right now because that is my favorite combination. Now, yes, we do still have one more to go, but I know me pretty well. I've, I've met me. Our next is going to be the uh, Keeley Fuzz Bender. We're going to go back to it. We're going to show you when it is put through the 6L6 power tube section. Now we're using three different types of speakers. So imagine two different cabinets. One cabinet is a blend of eminence that has CVs and DVs. So you have four speakers, but two different types, CVs and DVs. You have one microphone on each of the two types. So one mic on a CV, one mic on a DV, and then in another cabinet, we're using three different mics on a different type of speaker. It is a complete blender all the way, uh, but it really gets a, a huge palette of tone. It's one of the reasons I enjoy this type of uh, cabinet so much. That's kind of why I put it together. Uh, all right, so Keeley Fuzzbender going into the 6L6 power tube section, and then we've got a two cab, five mic, three different types of speaker setup. I know it's crazy. It's a rabbit hole, but you know, welcome, welcome to the fold. Here is that capture. It's just really well balanced. We also have the Big Muff Pi. Uh, we do not have the op amp engaged. All right, so this is just the Big Muff Pi, no op amp. And it is into the Mesa Gargantuan, which I know is my favorite cabinet. So this may be a really good contender. We'll find out. Uh, but first, before we blend, we're going to just utilize the Big Muff Pi, no op amp into the Mesa Gargantuan, which sounds like this. Lots of beef. But if we utilize, again, if we blend it with that Keeley Fuzzbender into the five mic on three different speaker, two different cabinet. We get the epic tone of. Okay, and now, all right, that, Again, that's the Big Muff Pi, no op amp into the 6L6 power tube section and the Mesa Gargantuan blended with the Keeley Fuzz Blender in the silicon uh, stage with the CV, DV, and 
three mic blend. So five different mics, three different speakers. All right, that's that sound. Now we're gonna compare it again to the Big Muff Pie with the op amp on into the Greenbacks cabinet, 6L6 of course, and the blend of the JHS Bender into the Mesa Gargantuan. And that sounds like this. We do something crazy, and we take the buy and uh, we took the Big Muff Pie out, utilizing the Keeley Fuzz Bender with the five mic blend, and then we add the Big Muff Pie op amp with the Greenbacks. So we don't even have the Mesa Gargantuan in. Let's see what that sounds like. Nah. As far as the tone benders and the Big Muff Pie op amps, the uh, the winning combination for me is going to be the JHS bender into the 6L6 power tube section and the Mesa Gargantuan cabinet blended with the Big Muff Pie op amp engaged into the 6L6 power tube section again and the 412 greenback cabinet. Reference is the uh, patch 10C named Bender Op Amp as far as the quad cortex goes. The previous patch is 10B, bravo. Uh, it is named G-E-S-I-M-T-L Fuzz Face. So germanium, silicon, metal, fuzz face. It's basically the best way I could possibly fit it all and have it uploadable into the cloud. 
Um, but that my favorite combination from that patch is going to be the germanium fuzz face into the Mesa Gargantuan. Now blend that capture with the metal muff going into a 412 greenback cabinet. Those are my blended picks from each of those presets. Anyone that has any questions, comments, criticisms, remarks, love letters, death threats, email me. BunkerBrigadePodcast at gmail.com. Hit me up. Let me know. I'd really like to know your your thoughts. Um, I'd really love to know feedback. I'm always, always open for anyone suggesting combinations. If you want to hear a specific pedal and you want to hear it into a specific tube power amp section and you want to hear it into a specific cabinet with speaker types and you want to hear it with specific microphones at a specific distance and angle, etc., etc., etc. Hit me up, man. Hit me up. I'm more than happy to oblige. I would love to help. Other than that, uh, it's been real. It's been fun. I've been Spuds. And I will see you next episode. Cheers. <laughs>